This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team will be wearing their COVID masks to ensure we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our Deep Dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. Coming to you with another wonderful episode. Definitely need to talk about what happened. You know, I keep talking about how I'm not suicidal. I'm in good health. All these things that my life is good. I mean, my vehicles are good. Everything's fine. So if an accident happens, it's um, most likely not an accident. So this information needs to get out. But let's talk about that for a second. So people that have come out and actually tried to open people's minds up to the current situations, let's just go over a couple of them, and then we'll go into an interview with somebody that talks about somebody current. But in the past, uh, one of my heroes, William Cooper, who um, my first really mind-opening book was Behold a Pale Horse by William Cooper, was just unbelievable. There's a situation that happened with him that they said he had warrants for his arrest for tax evasion. I don't know how you can confirm that he's avoiding taxes. If he's working a job, he pays, they take out taxes. If he's making money on the side, you have to have confirmed uh, something that says it. But anyway, they basically probably brought him up on tax evasion because they had nothing else because there's nothing on the guy except for the fact that he was speaking out against the government. But anyway, what happened to William Cooper? So this is basically a notice uh, from the story that was uh, published and broadcast and rewritten and redistributed, so we aren't reproducing it here. Uh, this is something that's already been out there. So the gist of it is a sheriff's deputy uh, in Arizona was shot while trying to arrest William Cooper, uh, William Milton Cooper. The deputy was hospitalized in critical condition. But Bill Cooper was not. He was dead. This occurred around midnight of last night. Of course, this is off the report. The reason they were trying to arrest Cooper was, as far as they can tell, because he had a handgun. So the original reports were they were looking for him for tax evasion, but they saw that he had a handgun, so they tried to arrest him. At 1 p.m. Mountain Time, they received a call from uh, Frank Valenzuela from, from Arizona. Um, Department of Public Safety. This call came as a result of the sheriff's office to confirm that the incident had happened. He informed us that this level of entrapment for Mr. Cooper started at 11.40 p.m. Mountain Time, November 5, 2001, by luring Bill Cooper away from his home, which sat on top of a hillside in the community of Edgar, Arizona. His physical address, which they go over there, the departments of Edgar and Apache law enforcement were working together. They claimed that they had gone out to serve three felony warrants pertaining to someone having had a semi-automatic pistol drawn on them by Bill Cooper. An unknown person put out complaints. So three felony warrants. 
that he's gone out there flashing his gun. At this time, we do not have info as to whom was filed, who filed the complaint. Obviously not. Officers deliberately caused a ruckus to get this man away from his home. To create this entrapment, he went down the hill away from his home to the automobile to see what the ruckus was. It was two law officers in plain clothes. He spoke to them, then got back in his car to go back up to his house. When out of hiding came a patrol car that blocked his return to his home. He put his hands on the car window. As we assume that is what he was ordered to do as they approached his car, he pulled out to get around the car. He got out of his car and tried to run for his home. Shots were fired. He returned fire, hitting one of the officers, one officer in the head twice, whom in surgery at St. Joe's Hospital. Anyways, the other officer continued to fire until Cooper was dead. Please keep in mind this report was given to us by the sheriff's office, and here are the numbers. Basically, he was pushing information out about the government, about the CIA, about what's going on and what they're doing. And some people in the town said he was flashing a gun out of, you know, three different accounts. Oh, he's going around being crazy with his weapon, which if you ever listen to William Milton Cooper, he was brilliant and not stupid. He wouldn't go around pulling guns on people. That would draw attention to him so he knew that so they were they were they were work looking to entrap him and, and get him into a situation who knows if he even really had a gun but you know that's what the report was that's the way it went down but it's just crazy that hey here's somebody that was bringing out stuff that he shouldn't have and they killed him and supposedly they he killed the police officer but nobody else was there so we don't know what really happened so that was uh william Milton Cooper, God rest his soul, one of the heroes of getting information out to people in the early days. And uh, now we're going to cut over to Phil Schneider, who um, was actually coming out with the alien agenda and to what their objectives are and talked about all kinds of great stuff. The 66-man war against the aliens and all that stuff, but let's just talk about his death. Now, here's a guy that was coming out with a lot of good stuff, talking about government situations and groups and people and he had tons of intel so phil schneider had a nine millimeter handgun that he had borrowed to protect himself schneider had often made public that he he was marked for death if i ever commit suicide he told a close friend i'll have been murdered schneider gave his last lecture in denver colorado two months before his alleged murder on january 17 1996 phil schneider was found dead in his wilsonville oregon apartment he had apparently been dead for several days. His body was found in what appeared to be an unusual position. His feet were under the bed. His head was in a wheelchair seat at an unusual angle, and the rest of his body was on the floor, hands by his side. Blood was found on the floor near his wheelchair, but no blood was found on his wheelchair. No wounds were on his body to account for the blood. No suicide note was ever found. Schneider's death was considered to be caused by a heart attack, but later analysis showed impressions around his neck with the width of a catheter tube that suggested his death was motivated by strangulation. His surviving wife, Cynthia, has stated that the U.S. intelligence operatives had thoroughly searched their home shortly after his death and made off with at least a third of the family photographs. Cynthia also observed that Phil's lecture material and notes for his unwritten book on UFOs also went missing from his apartment, yet money and valuables remained untouched. Cynthia was told by Detective Randy Harris that there were no marks on Phil's neck. An autopsy report revealed that a rubber hose was tied around Phil's neck three times and then tied a knot, which blocked blood flow to his head, resulting in him becoming unconscious and dying. 
The official cause of death was suicide. The medical examiner took blood and urine samples at the autopsy but refused to analyze them, saying that the Clackamas County's coroner's office would not waste their money on a suicide. Samples were kept for 12 months. When interested parties asked for these samples to be sent into an independent lab 11 months later, they were missing and presumed destroyed. In the testimony was Cynthia Schneider-Dreyer. Philip had missing fingers on left hand and limited motions on his shoulders. I believe that it was physically impossible for Philip to have held the rubber hose in his left hand and missing fingers and then wrapped the hose three times around the shoulder with the shoulders that had limited motion. In order to end up where his body was, he had to sit on the edge of the bed, wrap the hose around his neck, slowly and painfully strangled to death and fallen head first into the wheelchair. Mark Ruffner, a longtime friend, said, Phil said, I saw Philip the weekend of January 6th and 7th, 1996. We were going to buy a uh, land in Colorado. We were excited because he was going to hire me to help write a book about his knowledge of UFOs and aliens and the one world government and the black budget. He did not commit suicide. He was murdered and was made to look like suicide. Phil Schneider was actually coming up with black budget information and the one world government information along with UFOs. And you know from the 66-man war that he got blasted and he lost most of his fingers on one side and that he was pretty much um, incapable of stringing himself up like they're saying he did. So interesting. Suicide. Accidental death via serving a warrant. Oh, accidental suicide. And then there's um, the FBI director, Ted Gunderson, who was part of the FBI West Coast team. When he retired, he, he came out and basically talked about satanic rituals and what's going on in the government. And he started speaking against the government. So in 2011, Gunderson's report that his father had died from bladder cancer. Gunderson himself described the suffering from a decline in health after being diagnosed with arsenic poisoning, of which bladder cancer is a common symptom by his doctor. So he was trying to neutralize the arsenic, but due to his schedule, he didn't do the therapies long enough or whatever, and he ended up dying from the poison. But here he is speaking out against the government, and something happened. Imagine that. We have a couple of people, and you know, if you look into the people that the engineers and people that talked uh, uh, about 911 and and their their situations there, everybody that's that's come out and said anything basically has been killed, or I shouldn't say killed, have had deaths reported. But that's another story, which we may get into later. So, but here's the report that I have about a current doctor that has passed away and we'll go right to the Stu Peters report again who's coming out with great stuff and I just love him so if you get a chance to go to stupeters.tv and uh, check out some of his shows and you're going to get the current stuff but if you don't have time for that and you want to pick up uh, Big T we'll uh, try to put the stuff out as it comes out here he is well the magical new Omicron variant of coronavirus has like clockwork restarted this frenzy for lockdowns and restrictions all around the world. The UK has vaccine passports now. In Austria, they're seriously considering booting down doors, forcefully making entry into people's dwellings and force jabbing them. Germany, of course, is locking down all unvaccinated people. In New York City, they're requiring all children ages five and up to get the jab if they wanna go to restaurants or just about anywhere else. Folks, remember, this is for a disease that children face statistically zero danger from, in which they're largely incapable of even spreading.
But that's the pattern that we're in now. The left can't come clean on the bioweapon, so they're tripling down. They're becoming more obsessed than ever with more shots and more arms. And you better believe if a third dose doesn't cut it, whatever their objective is, they'll start mandating four and five and more. They'll vaccinate newborns. They'll vaccinate their pets, their dogs, their cats. They'll water their houseplants with these shots. And that means, of course, that they'll be more frenzied than ever about silencing anyone that shares dissenting viewpoints on these shots. Dr. Ariana Love of Finland has been one of our leading guests on the question of whether graphene oxide is in these vaccines. She's recently shared some upsetting news with us. Dr. Andreas Nowak, the German doctor who claims to have found microscopic nano razors within a vaccine sample has died just days after his most recent findings. What could the implications of his sudden demise be? Dr. Ariana Love joins us now. Dr. Love, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. God bless you, Stu. So when we speculated, or you had mentioned that Dr. Nowak had died, we heard, nope, that's fake news. He's still very much alive. You're now insisting you can confirm that he's dead just days after sharing, going public with the fact that he found these razor blades inside of these so-called safe and effective vaccines. Right. I received uh, the personal invitation to his funeral. It had, you know, personal, it had names, per phone numbers, emails, personal contact information, and the location of his funeral. It's real. He is deceased. Of course, that's that's not for public viewing, but I sent it over to your to your staff. Um, then a source on the ground in Austria called the hospital, which who that hospital confirmed that he is deceased and he died there in the hospital. So Dr. Noak is is dead. Um, there was an electrical outage that night and the night that he blew the whistle. And this is potent, this is evidence of uh, potentially directed energy weapons being used. So I wanted to just mention that. And then on December 3rd, there was a, a video released anonymously of dark field microscopy showing the um, graphene hydroxide razor, nano razor blades. And they were zoomed in all the way onto the individual razor blades. They look exactly like razor blades. It was dubbed in German, so it very well could be related to his work. Um, that's groundbreaking. And of course, the mainstream media is going to be silent. All right, then I'm going to share some things from the patents. This is a uh, Dr. Zandra Botha. Remember, she found those disc-like uh, nanostructures. Yes, of course. Well, those in the patents, in the Pfizer patent, it's called microbeads, and in the Moderna, it was microbubbles and microspheres. They're the same thing. Then Dr. Pablo Campra mentioned um, nanobiosensors. These are in the DARPA patent that names T-shaped microfluidic biochips. So they are biochips. Now, I wanted to talk also about the quantum dots because this is very important. Um, Moderna and Pfizer patents are using, mentioned the quantum dots. These are made from graphene oxide as well. This is more proof that graphene oxide is in the shots. So quantum dot is used for, get this, DNA barcoding and ownership of humans. It's branding using CRISPR-Cas9 technology. The quantum dot patent application was granted on June 8, 2021, very recently. So they've been trying to hide this. They didn't want it public. All right, it's a marker gene for bioimaging and biotracking of humans. The quantum dots are color-based markers. They're tiny artificial atoms that are created chemically in a lab. Who's behind These this patent, by the way? Well, I'm going to get into that in just a second. All right. They're fusing two atoms together. Get this. This is mind-blowing. It's like total sci-fi. They're, they're fusing two atoms together to create an artificial molecule. 
Um, so they have take they have created a new programmable matter that can be reprogrammed anytime and controlled externally from AI. Now they are so this is like playing gods and altering God's creation and creating a whole new reality. Now these quantum dots, they are they have luciferous, which is insect DNA, jellyfish DNA, glowworm DNA. Those are all being transfected into human cells for tracing and barcoding. This is cross species genomics. They're creating a new species from humans. This technology was developed at the university, uh, sorry, at the Hebrew University in occupied Jerusalem. This technology is patented and owned by Yisum a technology transfer company of the Hebrew University and owned by Nanosys, which is a headquartered in Silicon Valley, California. These two companies are sublicing the technology worldwide. So there's 60 additional quantum dot patents that don't expire until 2030. Yisum business partners include Boston Scientific, Google, ICL, Intel, Johnson & Johnson, Merck, Microsoft, Novartis, and many more. Samsung is also part partnered with Nanosys. Moderna's patents are owned by Israel. Pfizer's patents are owned by Israel. Their CEOs are both Israeli. So who's your daddy, right? These are, these are the patent holders. They have the vested interest in barcoding and enslaving humanity and branding humans like cattle. So based on the patents, we know that they're going to, what they're going to use this technology for and why they need it in you, and either by injection, masks, nasal swabs, hand sanitizer, or aerial spraying. Now, Klaus Schwab said that the hydrogels would be in everything by the end of the year. That's now. The hydrogels are made from graphene oxide. They contain the entire weapon system, the mRNA cloning technology. Fauci and the NIH funded the hydrogels, which are skin penetrating and can be disseminated by aerial spraying. InfoWars covered this. Um, they are literally sat saturating human beings with the hydrogels for, to genetically modify them for patentability. This is the Israeli state, CCP, Chinese Communist Party, the elites and the elites and many more. You know, they want to um, monitor our biometric data in order to know who is their eligible property and who isn't yet. And they want everyone barcoded. So uh, there's no escaping this is what you're saying. Uh, in other words, if I choose not to go and get this shot, which I absolutely am choosing not to do, they're going to have to kill me. They're not going to give me this shot. Same goes for my kids. But I'm not going to escape it because it's in the air. It's it's sprayable, and it's it's in everything else that penetrates my skin. So no matter what, I'm going to get this computing system, this this barcode. I'm going to be trackable and traceable. Yeah, that's what it appears to be. But there's hope. I mean, there is there are there is a supplement that can repair and restore damaged DNA. It can turn genes back on. To what extent, I don't know. But it's it's reversing the coagulation cascade within minutes. There is hope for people. There is hope for people who are vaxxed. Um, we have to continue to detoxify and stay on a protocol that that works with our body to give us the defense we need. So the, the, there are substances that exist, and I'm helping people with that. All right. Do you want to give any information as to where people can find any of this stuff? Yeah, my email is metanutrients at mailfence.com. That's M-E-M-A-T-A, -E metanutrients. And I can give that email to you. 
All you right. can put it in the, in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, listen, I don't like black pilling. I don't like saying that things are hopeless, but you're saying that they're not hopeless, right? That people are not hopeless. Okay. So the, we've, the... Got, we've got my cross. I'm working with, a, with doctors worldwide. Okay. These are frontline doctors. These are people at the top of their, of their field. And we are getting results. Some doctors are getting results when they use the natural protocols. Um, and so I'm guiding people to those and I'm still researching all the time. Yeah, because we're not going to give up. We're on team God. We're on team Jesus. We win. We know that the good book says that we know how the book ends. We're on the right team. So we're not going to give up. We're going to fight this thing like hell until the absolute very end. And, and in Jesus name, we are going to win this. I mean, this is, this is not going to happen. Our kids are not going to be ownable property by any government anywhere. Uh, our kids are children of God. That's who they belong to. Uh, Dr. Ariana Love, thank you so much for coming today. We appreciate it. Thank you. God bless you, Steve. God bless you. Yeah, that's, that's crazy that this trend of people that keep coming out with uh, information that's important, groundbreaking news, something that's a direct link to nanotechnology with razors and that these things can be skin penetrating and nanotechnology and they're going to attack your DNA. I mean, how far, how far are they willing to go with this? Uh, the only thing I can say is I don't believe it's uh, going to affect us all. I believe Stu Peter says God, uh, God has something to say about this. We got to fight back. You know, we need to fight back as a team. If this is news to you about people that have spoken up and that are wiping, getting wiped out by the government, then, you know, you need to wake up and that the CIA from the United States government, CIA and all the world, central intelligence groups, they're all working together and they're the biggest hit squads in the world and they will take you out and they will make it look like, try to make it look like it's natural occurrences. So that's all BS. You know as well as I that when they do get the chance to check people out, they know that it's not natural. And it's a sad thing because these people have something to say to, to help the human species. Let's all help the human species. Help out uh, the Deep Dive for Truth team. If you're hearing something new, send us a dollar. If it's old news to you, that's great. That means you're already getting the word. But spread the word and don't let it sit. We need to get the word out to everybody what's happening in the world. Big T for Truth. God, family, country. Believe in those things. You're part of the family. You're part of the human species. Until the next one, peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction, 
this system is watching, you will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening. This is Big T for Truth and the Deep Dive for Truth team. Do you want to know more?